Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Welcome to the Inspired Mind Podcast with Ella Victoria. Hey everyone, I am so excited for you guys to hear today's episode because I actually have my first ever guest on the podcast. So I decided for my first guest, I really wanted to have my friend Jessie on the podcast and interview her. So we chatted about a bunch of different things, but I mainly wanted to focus on talking about modeling because Jessie is a full-time model and she also is a social media influencer. But I feel like we don't know enough about the modeling side of Jessie and I thought that would be really interesting to chat about. So I guess we just talked about how she got into modeling, her story and any hurdles she's faced and how she's overcome them. So we talked a lot about confidence, comparing ourselves to people, mindset tips and things like that. So it was just a really great chat and I feel like you guys will really enjoy it. I really enjoyed learning a lot more about Jessie. Obviously, she's one of my really good friends, so I know so much about her, but I feel like there were a few things that I didn't know. So it was a really nice chat and hopefully you guys enjoy it as well. So I just wanted to do this little intro before we actually get into our conversation. And I also wanted to come on here and tell you guys what's been inspiring me lately and also talk about what's been inspiring you guys. I think we should start off by talking about what's been inspiring you guys lately. So Olivia said that buying new clothes has inspired her to feel more confident and I can completely relate to this. There's nothing better than when you buy a new item of clothing and you just feel so confident because you just feel like a new you. I love that feeling and then you just want to wear that item of clothing every single day and then sometimes you get sick of it because you wear it every single day but 
I just love that feeling, you know? So I think that's really cool that you've identified that buying new clothes inspires you to feel confident. Next up, Lucy said that what's been inspiring her is reading books like the one that she's reading at the moment, which is called phosphorescence and I googled what this book was about because I'm really curious because I've actually been really into reading lately. I told you guys in my previous podcast, I think it was my last one or maybe it was the one before, that I've been really loving using Audible lately and listening to books and I've kept that up so maybe I'll have some more book recommendations in the future but yeah I'm really curious about this book that you've recommended. So it says that the book's about a beautiful, intimate and inspiring investigation into how we can find and nurture within ourselves the essential quality of internal happiness. The light within that Julia Baird, I think that's how you say her last name, calls phosphorescence, which will sustain us even through the darkest times. So from what I can see, I think this book is a self-reflection book that the author has written and she talks about how to find light when you're in a dark place. And she just also talks about how to find happiness and the good things in life. And I think this could be quite a comforting book, especially with everything that's going on in the world with coronavirus. So I'm definitely going to add this book to my list. As for what has been inspiring me lately, I'm not going to lie, something that I've been loving and I've been really inspired by is TV shows, specifically though, TV shows that revolve around a girl boss theme. I just love a girl boss TV show and I'm going to give you guys a few recommendations that you have to watch and if you watch them, please DM me and let me know what you think. So the first one that you guys need to watch is called The Bold Type and it's on Stan. So if you haven't heard of Stan, it's kind of like Netflix, but it's got different shows on there. And The Bold Type is about these women who work for this magazine called Scarlet Magazine. And the three main characters in the show are all best friends and they all work at the magazine and have different jobs. So there's a stylist, an editor, and social media marketing girl, and they all have their own dramas. And there's lots of little real life issues that they focus on. And I just love this TV show and I find it so relatable and it is so current and with the times that I feel like you guys would love it. And it's really inspiring to me just to see all of these women in the workforce being complete girl bosses and standing up for what's right. But at the same time, they have things going on in their personal life that they talk about and they also just really prioritize their friendships and their relationships. And it's just really interesting and really entertaining. And I just really enjoy it because I feel like there aren't too many TV shows out there like this. Well, actually there are a few, but I feel like I've watched all of them. So if you guys have any other recommendations, please let me know. So another one that I really love is called Younger. And this is also on Stan. And this is really, really interesting. Again, this TV show is about women in the workforce, but the plot is about a woman who is trying to get a job in the publishing industry, but she can't seem to get hired because she's in her forties and they only seem to want to hire people who are in their twenties. So she does the unthinkable and decides to pretend she is 26 and applies for jobs. And she actually gets hired by this publishing company because she lied about her age. So then she has to keep up the lie while she's working and she makes lots of new friends who she has to lie to and pretend she's 26. And she actually gets a young boyfriend and there's just so many different issues that happen and it's just so interesting. And it's also got Hilary Duff in the TV show and I love Hilary Duff. So that was a bonus. Also, the TV show is made by the people who made Sex in the City, and I love Sex in the City, so that's another reason that I loved this TV show. It's just so well made.
varied and so interesting. So you guys need to go watch both of those TV shows. So yes, I've been really enjoying those kind of TV shows because I think it's really inspiring to see women balancing their personal life and also the hustle and working for their dream career. I just think it's so inspiring and there needs to be more TV shows like that out there. I'm now actually binge watching Gossip Girl. Believe it or not, I've never watched Gossip Girl. I completely missed that bandwagon and I'm really enjoying that. I know it's not really like a girl boss TV show, but at the same time, I don't know. It's just so good. So I'm just like binge watching that and loving it. But I think that's all that I'm going to share for what's been inspiring me lately. I've been loving those TV shows. If you guys have any recommendations, make sure to DM me on our Instagram, which is the Inspired Mind podcast. I would love to hear what you guys like to watch because, you know, I can never get enough of these binge worthy TV shows. But anyway, now we're going to get into my chat with Jessie. I had such a good time talking talking to her and I know you guys will love listening to our conversation. So without further ado, let's get into the chat. Hey everyone and welcome back to the Inspired Mind podcast. So today I'm joined with my amazing friend Jessie. Hello! I'm sure you guys have seen Jessie in my videos and all over my social media because we literally spend all day together, every day pretty much. Actually though. Our routine involves each other a lot. A lot. <laughs> so I'm very excited to be doing this episode and have you on the podcast. Thanks for having me. Yeah. <laughs> well, I've got lots of questions to ask you, but before we get into that, I want to start off by asking what's been inspiring you lately since okay. it's the Inspired Mind podcast. So I've had my answer prepared for this for like a week. Yeah. <laughs> um, and something that's been inspiring me is your podcast. Oh, really? Oh. <laughs> yeah, genuinely, I have loved listening to it. Every time you've uploaded a new episode, that's the first thing I click on. It's been really good. And I loved your mental health chat that you did last week. I am so proud of you oh, for thanks, talking about that, opening yourself up and being super vulnerable. I thought that was a really important episode. Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of people will get a lot of benefit out of that yeah. as well from knowing your story. So Aww, yeah, been loving the Inspired Mind podcast. <laughs> oh, also, by the way, guys, Jessie has a podcast, so you should go over and check it out as well. We actually Oops. did an episode a few weeks ago now yeah. before I started my podcast. So if you want to give that a listen after this one, you should go check that out. So let's get straight into it. Okay, so do you want to start off by telling us a bit about yourself? Who is Jessie Norbury? What are your passions? Okay, so I feel like this question is really hard. So I'm like, everything leaves my brain. And I'm like, wait, what do I actually do? I know, I <laughs> so, feel the same. I am a fashion model. So I work like in e-commerce, work in the fashion sort of industry, doing all like the modeling photos for brands' websites and things like that. Um, and I've been doing that full-time for the last eight months, which has been really good. Um, and I also do YouTube and social media. So very similar to Ella, we do a lot of our videos together, which is really good. But yeah, I love having those two aspects and I think modeling's a good like point of difference for me. And I just love it. I've been doing it for so long, so it's really cool mm. that I can actually do it as a job. 
Um, yeah, what else? Uh, I have a beautiful boyfriend. His name's Geordie. I'm a plant mum. I like cooking lots. Mm-hmm. I'm studying nutrition. She knows so much about, about food. It's oh. great. <laughs> I love talking about food. Food is like my favorite topic ever. Yeah. Love food. I also really like fitness. I love Pilates and yoga. I feel like that's a huge part of my life as well. But I honestly can't think about anything else. That's mm. a big part of my life. So anyway, yeah, that's me. so much about you. <laughs> but I think today we're going to focus on talking about modeling because I feel like I haven't really heard you talk too much about modeling and I want to know a bit about the behind the scenes and how yeah. you got into it. So do you want to start off by talking about how you got into it, how old you were when you started modeling? Sure. So I kind of separate like modeling from social media. I don't know why. I feel like yeah. I, I'm slowly working my way to like combine it a little bit more. But I feel like when I go to work and when I'm at work, I'm so like present and I'm like not thinking about vlogging and I do vlogging and everything else on my off days. Mm. Um, But yeah, I started back when I was 15. So I was quite young and it was literally just sparked out of nowhere. I was like, oh, maybe I just want to go and like do a cheeky photo shoot, see how I go. Looking back on the photos, they're so funny. Oh my gosh, 15-year-old me was like, wow, I've never had a professional photo taken of me in my life. So it was really cool. It was actually a little fitness photo shoot. Mm -hmm. Um, But I did not do fitness back then. So here's me trying to hold these yoga poses. Oh Oh my gosh, Ella, I'll have to show you after. But fire up, so funny. Um, And I just started by doing free shoots. So it was um, TFP, which is called Time for Photos or Time for Print, Mm -hmm. where pretty much you can work with makeup artists, local photographers and yourself. And you all pretty much donate your time to receive the final product and use it for your own portfolio and kind of build it up from there. So I did that for like four years, I want to say. Three or four years I would do free photo shoots I'm from Canberra, so the industry was quite small and you get to know a lot of the creatives there and there's not a lot of paid work in Canberra, let's be honest. So yeah, it was just a matter of building up my portfolio, getting a bunch of different things. So we'd had like editorial, like beachy photos, then like fitness. Yeah, we got a whole Mm. bunch of different looks until it got to the point where I was like, ooh, I could probably apply to some modeling agencies or yeah, Mm. take it that step further to actually... Yeah, but I never, never, ever thought I would do it as a career, Mm. ever. Have you ever been with an agency? Yes. So when I first started, I thought that was the go. So when I had my very first photo shoot back when I was 15, the first thing I did was go into this Canberra modeling agency um, who was so oversaturated. They had like hundreds and hundreds of people on their books like two-year-olds they had so many people that they would use for like commercial use and it cost me $800 to join their agency they had this humongous joining fee and so I worked my little butt off at the my local bakery to be able to like join the agency because I thought that was the that was the go spoiler alert Mm -hmm. it was not (laughs) so yeah I was with them for a while I got one job handing out flyers I think it was it was like wrapping presents or something at a local shopping center mm. which that's not modeling no that was just not like commercial I don't even know it was really weird but mm. yeah that's what I got and then another modeling agency in Canberra reached out and they were they were pretty good like at the time but now they don't exist anymore yeah. so I signed with them they were fine like the joining fee was only $200 there compared to like $800 
at the other place. Crazy. But um, yeah, they, they upped the other modeling agency and got me two jobs in the span of two years. Wow. So that was really good. That was handing out flies in a shopping center. Mm-hmm. That was really great confidence boost. Oh Not. Goodness. It was the worst moment of my life. I hate that. Now I have so much respect for those girls who, or, or guys, who stand in the middle of the shopping center handing out flyers because mm-hmm. that's what they're paid to the do. The stepping stone. sucks. It sucks so much. Getting yeah. People just treat you like poo. So... Yeah, definitely learned a lot from that. Um, And it got to the point where I was getting a lot of work in Sydney on my own and they would still have to take 20%. So I was paying them to be my agent when I was getting all the work coming directly to me and that I would have to invoice Mm. them and they would get 20%, which ended up like being quite a lot. If I added it up, I think it would blow like thousands. Yeah. I think like they would have gotten in commission which is crazy considering none of it came to them so that was a good learning lesson for me so I said see you later after two years I think it was um good decision yeah and now I've been freelance for a while now and just working purely on my own terms with who I want to work with and yeah it's actually been so good because I'm I'm in control of my own admin as well so I don't have to owe anyone 20%. I do some non-exclusive work with um, a few like management companies. But yeah, I love the idea of being non-exclusive because I still have creative control. I still have control of who I do and don't work with. I think that's really important because with an agency, they'll throw you into anything. Mm. And you might not be comfortable with the photographer. You might not be comfortable in like swimwear or lingerie or something and you're just given this job and you have to show up and do it. Mm. So yeah, that was, that's been my little background yeah. in modeling. <laughs> and how are you getting your work now? Because obviously you do it all on your own. You don't have an agency. How do brands and companies approach you? Honestly, I'll owe it all to social media. It's been yeah. a massive, massive stepping stone. And something I would highly recommend for anyone who's looking to do modeling is to be online Mm. because the more people can access and see your portfolio, the more you're going to be shared around, the more you're going to be a familiar face and people like, oh yeah, that girl, Mm. she did this for this company and she did this for this. I've seen her face on this. Um, So that has been really, really good. Is there a way that you can put yourself out there without like being with an agency, like putting your portfolio out there? Yeah, I'd say there's there's so many Facebook groups out there, even if it's for like free work, if it's for like, yeah, highly recommend if you're looking to be a model to do some free work, build up your portfolio, just collaborate, 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 because that's been really good. And mm. you get so many amazing photos that yeah. you don't have to pay for. Um, beginner photographer, beginner model, bam, yeah. perfect combination. Yeah. Do you ever use any of those like, websites like the right fit and things like that do you have a look at them sometimes I think that's really good that's how I got one of my clients who I work with on a weekly basis so that's been really good Mm. literally they were just looking for another e-commerce model which was what I ended up getting that job so that's really good and now I just go in every week and do that sort of stuff so the right fit has been amazing for modeling and also surprisingly this is so weird have you heard of indeed before yeah it's like seek but indeed Years ago, I think like a year or two ago, I put my modeling portfolio up there, not knowing that anyone could actually see it. And I got contacted by another one who is now one of my clients. They found my portfolio from there. And I was like, I didn't even know that was on public. So they found me from there. So it's always good to just get yourself on 
as many platforms as you possibly can. Yeah. TikTok, get a get yeah. a website, Instagram, YouTube, just spread yourself as much as you can so that mm. people will really pick up. How interesting. Yeah. That's a really good tip. So have you faced any hurdles when it came to your modeling career and how did you overcome them? Yeah, well, I guess like talking about agency sort of stuff, that was something that was a huge hurdle because I thought that was the be all and end all. And to my surprise, it wasn't. So Mm. that was something really huge to overcome and kind of accept in a way. Like you have to be with the best agencies to be able to get a full-time job out of it. Otherwise, it's just Mm -hmm. not maintainable. It's not realistic and it's not sustainable. Like I have, I have a beautiful friend. She's, she's an amazing model. She just moved to New York, but she was saying she only gets one job a week Mm. and she's with the top agency in the entire world. And I was like, that's crazy that they're, you know, even the best of the best, you know, agencies can still hold them back if they're not out getting their own work. It's only like what's coming to them sort of thing. Um, another hurdle would obviously be the whole body image around the modeling industry. It can be quite ruthless. Yeah. If I'm being honest. And that's something I've definitely had to overcome and accept that Mm. my body is not going to look like someone else's because we have different genetics. She is a different height to me. She's a different weight to me. She has a different bone structure to me. She has different genetics. And that's okay. And I think it took me a while to be like, oh, far out. Well, if I can't look like that, then they're not going to accept me. Mm. But when you come down to the basics, like factually, you cannot look exactly like someone else. Yeah. It just, and how boring. Exactly. You want to look like how, how you're supposed to look. Yeah. Well, how did you overcome that? That's what I want to know as well. Like, how did you overcome the criticism and yeah, I guess, comparing yourself. Yeah, I think that's something that's a huge thing in this industry. There's constant comparison, not even from myself comparing myself to someone else. It comes from an outside voice of other people comparing you to someone else. It happens in every single industry and it's really hard to deal with. I'm not sure if you've had this probably on YouTube, like someone's being like, oh my gosh, you are so much like this person happens on YouTube all the time, happens in the industry, like the modeling industry all the time. Mm -hmm. Even I was talking to Geordie about like, I had this comparison like with YouTube and stuff like that, which really like, just really pissed me off. And so he was saying, you know, in every single industry, there's always going to be some sort of comparison. You're always going to be compared to the best of the best. So like, for example, in soccer, I thought this was a really good example. Like when you're a soccer player coming on to like the best team and whatever, you're always going to be the new Ronaldo or the new Messi or like the new someone who's super successful or even in like a normal day-to-day job, you're going to be compared to the other staff members there. You're going to be compared to the old manager there. So I think it's just important to know where you stand, know your strengths. Uh, For me, my strengths are probably like talking, um, I don't know. Like, I feel like talking, communicating, um, and also just even if I'm not feeling confident, just pretending to, mm-hmm. and it comes across that way. <laughs> That's yeah, literally. Well, when I I studied acting for a while, I like straight out of school, I went and got my diploma in screen acting, mm. and I feel like that really helped me yeah. in situations where I'm like absolutely pooping my pants, nervous, but just walking in, I'm like. 
I'm so confident right now, even when I'm like, so not. I think that really helps going into scary situations and not just cowering in the corner and be like, no, I'm not talking to anyone. Just like walk in there and exude confidence and Mm. everyone just like doesn't even think twice about it. So I think that was a really big help for me. Um, Yeah, having a bit of bit of background in acting yeah <laughs> pretending that's to, really um, helpful <laughs> pretending to be confident was really good I think for me realizing that sticking in my own lane is the only way that I'm going to progress mm-hmm. if I'm constantly focused on what other people are doing and what other people look like or what's trending or this and that I'll lose focus of what my why is what my end goal is and so I think it's just like it's amazing if people are doing so good that's amazing like go them but I think when you start just focusing like tunnel vision on you I think that really helps if that Mm. makes sense like you're in your own lane just stick in your own lane yeah like something someone might get an amazing opportunity that you don't get that's fine. Your time will come because you're on your own road. Yeah. So it all comes down to your mindset really. And that kind of follows on to my next question. I was going to ask you if you had any mindset tips that you can share. And I feel like you kind of went into that a little bit, but do you have any other ones? I think that's one I think about all the time. I love practicing like affirmations and everything like that. So very fitting to this podcast. Love Love good affirmation. (laughs) I'll try to like practice one each day, even if it's simple as like, you can sort of thing. And that's something I just like, oh yeah, I need to hear that Mm -hmm. today. Or there was one that I read this morning that I really resonated with. I don't even know if it's an affirmation. It was just like a quote. I was like, far out. That's really good. Really need to hear that today. But it was just like, at the end of the day, if we all ate the same and we all trained the same, we would all look different no -hmm. matter what. And how true is that? Like if we all had the same diets and did the same exercises, everyone would look so different still yeah. because genetics are a thing <laughs> and I think in the modeling industry people forget that and I've definitely been in situations where people have told me to change this and I'm like what the hell that's my bone yeah I can't change that literally so yeah there's there's some there's some horrible people in this industry but yeah, yeah I think it's share some stories sure okay <laughs> okay go ahead do you want to hear about the day from hell Okay. This was just like one of the weirdest days that's ever happened to me. And I think this was a huge turning point this one day. Really? I couldn't believe it. It was like uh, two years ago, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Two years ago, nearly coming on two years. And it was just such a pivotal moment for me to realize, one, stick in your own lane. And also, no one can create your career for you. Mm-hmm. If you want something that bad you've got to put in the work to get there yourself. Like don't rely on other people like agencies or like if you're a YouTuber relying on other YouTubers to make you, you know what I mean? Like there'll be people like, oh, you need this person to shout you out. I'm like, no, I've got to do it myself. I can do it myself. (laughs) So I think it's like, yeah, having that drive. But so let's stay. Yeah. It's a bit foggy now, but it was just uh, not a good time. When was it? So this was, yeah, two years ago. I was living in Canberra and I had an interview and a casting that I was coming up to Sydney for. So I did this quite a lot. I'd drive up to Sydney, go to a casting for a campaign or go to a casting for an agency or something and then drive all the way back home. So it's like eight hours total of driving. It was a lot. <laughs> wow. It was a lot of time to reflect. But this is why you've moved here now. <laughs> this is why I live in Sydney now. Far out. Best decision ever. But yeah. 
So this was a kind of like a point where I'd left my other agency and I was looking for a new agency in Sydney because I was still in this mindset like, oh, I need an agency sort of thing before I realized that I can't let other people create my dream life. So I went to Sydney and I rocked up to this casting. It was so weird. It was to the point where I was like, I think I need to call Geordie and be like, call the police. It was so bad. So I went into the waiting room. I think I was casting to be a, like a, a teacher for this workshop of like a, a modeling workshop that they were running and they wanted a teacher to come in and teach girls how to catwalk, teach girls how to do their makeup and, you know, run this modeling workshop, which I thought was pretty cool because I'd done workshops like that before. And I was like, yep, perfect. I'll do this. Sounds so good. And I went in there and there was another guy in the waiting room. Like he was nice. Said hello as I sat down and that was that. I thought he was maybe casting for a similar role. He was just sitting in the waiting room. And um, the guy called me in, the head guy of whatever this place was. I didn't even know. It was so bizarre. Mm. Keep in mind, it was in the dodgiest place in Sydney ever. It was like up this alleyway and then the stairs. There was like five flights of stairs. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today crazy should have gotten the red flag straight away so I went into the like this casting room where he sat me down and he asked me all these like super personal questions that had nothing to do with modeling like even about my measurements and stuff and I'm like oh yeah, people need to know that that's really not okay to ask or my weight and I, I was know. like dude just like don't ugh. Does that matter? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, we were practicing, like, walking back and forth. He was just making sure I could walk a runway and all of that sort of stuff. And then he sat me down and he went out of the room and then he came back with the other guy who was in the waiting room, um, who turns out he's a photographer. And he was out there to assess me and see if I was a nice person and would say anything upon arrival, like, oh to, to him. Luckily, I said hello and then sat down. But I didn't, like, spark up a conversation with this guy. I just sat there and just, like, you know, got ready yeah. for this chat with this dude. Anyway, so I went in and it was so bizarre. They were taking photos of my feet and my hands, which usually isn't required. I'm not a hand model. I'm not a foot model. Doesn't, shouldn't matter. No. I was like, fire out. So they were taking photos of my hands and my legs and um, they, would, they just kept on making me walk and walk and walk and walk. And I was like, oh my gosh, get me out of here. I do not want to be involved with these people. It was like a really dark room. Oh, just like 
really freaky. So I didn't feel comfortable at all. And they were pretty much like, yeah, yeah. Like we really like you contact us after today and we'll, we'll sort something out. And I was like, ah. I was like, yes, absolutely. I'll call you back. Never calling you back. So I, um, I left there and I was like, wow, wow, so bad. Then I met up with a friend that day and I debriefed. I told her what happened. And I was like, that was the weirdest experience of my life. But uh, little did I know I was in for a bit of a rude shock in that afternoon when I went into um, another, like a an interview or, yeah. I don't know, what would you call it? When you go into an agency. A casting. Like, no. Is it a casting? I don't even know. Where you go and meet up yeah. with an agency. And a they, meeting. A meeting. Yeah. yeah. And so... I remember my, um, my like interview time was 2.30. And so I got there at 2.10, got in at 2.10 and started speaking to the lady. She sat me down like she, from the outside, she seemed really nice and she seemed really interested. So I was like, this is great. She, um, took my measurements. She got me to stand on the scales, wrote down my weight and they were exactly the same as what they said in my portfolio. So I was like, what's the point? Western time. Yeah. Um, she asked for my like stats on social media. At the time, I think I had like 1,000 followers mm. or something. So I don't think followers matter in, yeah. in like it shouldn't determine skill, I think. No. Like, yes, it's handy to have followers so you can like build some clients and everything like that. But at the end of the day, it really doesn't define skill, mm. I don't think, at all. Um, and yeah, then we took some Polaroids, which is pretty much like just straight up and down. I had no makeup on this day as well. So um, they just took photos of my face, took photos of my skin, took photos like full body, that sort of thing. Did a runway catwalk thing. And then I was out of there before my interview was supposed to start at 2.30. So I was in and out within 10 minutes. I was mm. like, whoa really fast yeah and they just pretty much said oh we'll call you this afternoon and let you know how you went I was like okay sounds good so I was driving back to Canberra way earlier than what I expected driving back and halfway through the drive like two hours into the drive I get a phone call and so I pulled over and I answered the phone because I knew it was them calling and I knew I wanted to be like present on the phone and really like understand what they're saying if it's yes I wanted to celebrate if it's a no I wanted to like make sure it's pulled over yeah. so I answered the phone and she was like thanks for driving all the way from Canberra wow like that's a long drive and I'm like yes okay get to the point <laughs> like I want to hear yeah and she pretty much said that I'm too busty and I don't fit their <gasps> modeling measurement requirements that's exactly what she said I read it's like those words in my head trigger points so bad I can't believe people feel like it's okay to say that you know <laughs> what what requirements keeping in mind they have a lot of fitness girls they have a lot of plus size they have a lot of curve girls um which is amazing love the diversity but it's like what where's it where's the in-between yes mm. they have petite yes they have plus size but where's an in-between where it's just like yeah I f- my my body is obviously not a petite one because I do have a bit of a bust but then it's not curvy because my genetics don't allow my hips to do that yeah so where's the where's the in-between yeah. You know, it's not like what's a normal body size because every body size is normal, I think. But like where's that in between? Mm-hmm. So she said in the industry is it? Mm, I think so. Like just a, I'm I'm like a size size 6 or size 8, mm-hmm. but there's not many in in this industry. Well, according yeah. to their modeling measurement requirements. Oh. Far out. So she explained it as um this is so rude of her. I can't believe she said it. I was like, what are you doing? Stop talking. But she said, 
If you're on a runway and you're modeling a blouse, you want to model the blouse, not what's underneath it. Like, well, what do you want me to do about it? <laughs> I was like, I don't have a boob job. What do you want? <laughs> what? Oh my gosh. And I asked her like, oh, like, what, what do you want me to do? And she was like, oh, well, you know, if your boobs are natural, there's nothing you can do. Okay, cool. I think you just have to be tactical about the way you say things. Like, you mm. know, just be careful of other people's feelings and just, I don't know. Like, like could you imagine? So I, was, I think I was 19 at the time. Could you imagine if they said that to a 15 or 16-year-old girl who thought it was the be-all and end-all? I, like, I've known girls who have stopped eating. Yeah. And it's a really dangerous industry to be in if you are like willing to fit into those expectations mm. of those people who don't actually want the best for you. They just want you to look a certain way, whether it's healthy or not. Mm. So if there's anything I preach throughout like my videos, hopefully in my podcast, yeah. I just want people to live the healthiest life they can. And if their body looks different to someone else's, that's normal. That's fine. There is no way we are all going to look exactly the same. Yeah, I love. Sorry, that. it was a long kind of story, but yeah. yeah, that was a that was a real turning point that day, and I actually think I vlogged it, or I yeah. vlogged the next day, and I had a huge debrief saying, yeah, like the these agencies, they're not going to make my career yeah. from now on. I'm really going to try and do it on my own, and I'm going to stick in my own lane. Mm. Did so, that affect you at the time? Yes, I think I was quite disappointed. Mm. Like I wasn't, I wasn't sad. I wasn't like self-conscious because I knew that like boobs are natural you know hips are natural and there was nothing I could do to or was willing to do to fix it and I had a great support system around me I called my mum straight after I called Geordie straight after and just said look this is what's happened um yeah and it is what it is if someone doesn't want me for who I am then I don't I don't want to be involved with that person I don't want to be just another mannequin I want to be like booked for being Jesse, rather yeah. than I yeah. feel like you've proven all of these agencies wrong now as well. Like <laughs> you've managed to kill it on your own. Oh, so thank you. <laughs> now I want you to talk about what a day in your life looks like as a model, purely on modeling days. Yes. Yeah. Well, I never talk about this because I feel like it's very different. My modeling days are very different to my usual daily routines, mm. which you guys would probably see on YouTube. I mean, I know your normal daily routine, but I don't know your modeling routine because I'm crazy. not there for that. Yeah. For one moment, I'm not with you. I know. I know. <laughs> So my routine kind of gets flipped the opposite way around on my modeling days because I more often than not will have to do my own hair and makeup. In e-commerce, they just ask you to come with it done. Mm. A lot of them don't have makeup artists on shoot. Hopefully one day there'll be a time where I can yeah. like have my makeup professionally done all the time. That'd be lovely. But yeah, more often than not, um, I had to learn how to start doing my makeup and hair on my own. That was the same with me with Disney. I feel like that's more common than people realize. Did you do your own hair and makeup for Disney? Sometimes. A lot of the time we did have hair and makeup artists, but like if we were doing field shoots, which I guess is kind of similar to modeling, like being out and about and going to locations, then I would do it myself most of the time. Really? And I guess you got quite good at it because you're playing whiz at makeup. Just not when it's dark in the morning when you've got to get up really early. Then like we don't blend it properly. (laughs) Story of my life mm-hmm. <laughs> so a modeling day would definitely start the night before um we do a lot of prep like for skincare and everything like that making sure our hair's nice and washed 
kept fake tan. Fake tan. That's the big thing. Because mm. <laughs> if I rock up with a different skin color to last week, it's like, what the heck? Continuity. So yes, continuity. So I go for like a Bondi Sands. The liquid gold aero one is my favorite because it's really nice and mm. super natural. And it's made of like argan oil. So really good. Makes the skin look super glowy. Love that one. Um, but yeah exfoliating tanning moisturizing washing your hair the night before um which can be kind of hard if you get a like a last minute call for 7 a.m the next day and you're like oh okay <laughs> let me go wash off this big tan <laughs> so yeah my usual daily routine if you've seen any of ella's <laughs> vlogs it would be 5 30 club go for a walk go to the gym come home film mm-hmm. youtube videos do admin that sort of thing but on like every second day yeah. or whatever it'll be get up straight to straight to hair and makeup and then be there by like eight o'clock yeah. maybe um and driving in the city because all the shoots are literally in the <laughs> cbd fml yeah. it's um yeah kind of hard in rush mm, hour expensive with <laughs> the tolls <laughs> i spent 80 dollars on tolls this so week. did i oh my god 80 dollars i saw that came on my account as well what? Yeah, it's crazy. So expensive. But um, yeah, so I'll rock up, rock up to shoot. Um, we don't usually shoot for more than six hours, which is actually kind of nice. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes we'll do like the full day where it's about 10 hours, but very rarely. So yeah. it's usually around like between four and six hours, which for me is lovely because I get to come home and do some more YouTube stuff, do editing. And mm. yeah, I'll usually come home and, and do... Yeah. that other side of my life yeah. which is great <laughs> is it pretty full-on once you're there on the shoot like is it just go 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 or do you get like yes. a lunch break or anything like no. that no it's just like no. okay quick They're... get changed like we want to get this done yeah because they pay oh. by well they pay me by the hour um so they want to get the most bang for their buck and that's one thing i'd recommend if you work in e-commerce get changed quickly yeah. you want to make sure that people are getting their money's worth and if you can get through 200 outfits as quickly as you can. That's amazing. That's really, really good because um, whenever I'd gone into a casting, I know, I know they're timing me. I can, I can see like if they, if they want me for the job, say, and I go in and I do some test shoots, they'll time me how long it takes to get changed from one outfit to the other. So I try to keep it under a minute and then yep. come back out ready to shoot again. So, wow. Yeah. I didn't plan this question, but I want to ask. Yeah. Are there any horror stories like that have happened on shoots? Have you got any horror stories? Oh, I've had like my period and bloody bled through bikinis. <laughs> that was a really traumatic experience. <laughs> this was, um, I got a shoot booked in the Gold Coast and it was the best. It was so much fun, but it was just my luck that I got my period oh, the day no. before. And so my shoot started as soon as I landed. Yeah. So I had no time like, to go to the bathroom. No, no, none at all. I don't even know if I've talked about this on my I've definitely been channel. there. I've oh. definitely been there. I think we all have. Come I mean, on. like, oh, far out. But so I, I got to the airport at 3 a.m., did my makeup, did my hair, got on the plane from, camp, sorry, from Sydney to the Gold Coast. And then as soon as I landed, I was picked up from the airport. We went straight to location and started shooting and I was like, far out i need to change my tampon so bad oh no oh no like so bad and you know when you can kind of tell you're like bleeding through yeah 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 
(laughs) So it'd been like three hours since I'd changed and it was a really heavy day. So I bled through the bikinis and the photographer who was a girl, she was amazing. She was like, girl, I don't mind. You need to go and change your tampon. So I had to go and change it in her car. In like the car. there was no toilets around. There was nothing. I had to change it. But like the most embarrassing thing was, is like handing the bikinis back with blood on them. And I was like, this, yeah, it was traumatic. That <laughs> does sound traumatic. imagine changing into 20 bikinis and then you're just like all of them. Oh my god. We've all been there, I feel like. Oh, it was a disaster. But I couldn't do anything about it. Like, there's nothing else I could have done. I had my period. Yeah, that's probably the most memorable, really traumatic story. I'm so embarrassed. (laughs) So, my next question is what's something you wish you knew when you first started? Oh my gosh. It would probably come down to the comparison thing. Um, Yeah, no one's no one's the same. Mm. You've always just got to strive to be your own individual person, have points of differences. Mm -hmm. Um, So for me, points of differences, like I can do YouTube or, you know, for YouTube, my point of differences, I can do modeling sort of things. So find what's unique to you and really push that. Um, Yeah, I wish I knew that at the start that I didn't have to do what everyone else was doing to Mm. be successful or I didn't have to be with a certain agency to be successful or I, yeah. Yeah. I think that was really important. I wish I knew that earlier. Mm. Just find what's unique to you. Yeah. And following on from that, do you have any advice for anyone who wants to start modeling? Um, do TFP work. Yeah. What yeah. does that mean? Oh, oh so time for photos. Time for photos. So I how, recommend... How do you find that? Facebook. Facebook okay. groups are amazing. I don't think there are any Instagram pages that I know of. But it, say you're from Brisbane, type in Brisbane... TFP models and photographers or something. Something I can guarantee something will come up. Mm. For me, it was like Canberra makeup artists, photographers, and models. And people will post, be like, "Hey, like I really want to do this shoot on Saturday. This is the inspo." Or if you have an idea as well, like I really want to do this beach shoot, or I really want to do this cool high fashion shoot. I'm sure there's people out there who are just starting who really want to be involved and get those photos for their mm. portfolio as well. Um, but yeah, how it works is you would want to work with like a student photographer, a beginner photographer, beginner makeup artist, that sort of thing. Um, because when you ask, like, I guess if you wanted to work with a professional photographer, that's when you have to, you know, pay them. Yeah. Um, because they have been doing it for so long and they're professional for a reason. Mm -hmm. But that's why I think collaborating with someone who's at the same level as you is really good. Yeah. How do you know when you need to start charging? Do you feel like, when did you realize, okay, maybe I can start charging for my time and my work now? Such a good question. Um, I think it was when I realized my portfolio had pretty much every category that I wanted to go into and it was strong. It was really, really strong. I had like well over a hundred images in my portfolio, like of different, different shoots. Every photo was different. So I was like, yeah, okay. I think now is a good time to go mm. when I started like, you know, getting contacted by brands or contacted by people who wanted to shoot me and maybe pay me even like $25, $50. Yeah. That was a step in the good direction. Um, but yeah, I think now that I've got a strong portfolio and I've got my website up, I can 
be like, okay, well, these are my rates because yeah. I've worked for free for four years and this is my job and this is, yeah, yeah this you've is proven yourself. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so we've talked a lot about the modeling side of you, but you're also a social media influencer. So can you tell us a little bit about your personal brand, what types of videos you make and when you started making them? Okay, so yeah, I do YouTube, but I'll do like health and fitness sort of stuff. So it's totally unrelated to modeling. I feel like I never make vlogs on my day in the life as a model. I've made one. Um, but yeah, it's just like such a different part of my life, but also love it just as much because I'm obsessed with fitness and food. Oh my gosh, I love food so mm. much. It's just the best. How and are you finding your nutrition? Is that helped? Oh well? my goodness. I love nutrition. I love learning new little like just these little pockets of information that I'm like, whoa, my mm. mind is blown. So I've definitely started studying nutrition just because of like my own personal knowledge because I'm posting videos like what I eat in a day. I want it to actually be valuable and beneficial to the people who are watching, not just like, oh, this is what I eat in a day. I have no idea how much protein is in this or mm. how many car like I have no idea sort of thing. So that was a real st- a step in a good direction for me, I think. And I also didn't want to be another person on YouTube who isn't qualified to talk about it. Like Hmm. it's a huge part of everyone's life. Everyone loves food. Let's be real. But I did want to have a qualification behind me so that I can back myself. And if I do any projects in the future, I can back myself with that. Mm -hmm. Um, And yeah, I've learned so much. I'm maybe six months in now. So yeah, super Amazing. exciting. I love it. I'm obsessed so with you it. You do so many things because you're studying, you're a model, you're a social media influencer, <laughs> you've got heaps of friends and a boyfriend. Yeah. How do you balance everything? Um, I think it just comes down to prioritizing. So I learned this method maybe last year and I think it really, really helped me because if I said, if I caught myself saying, I don't have time for something like this or I found myself making excuses for things like I didn't go to the gym today because I didn't have time for it I started switching up the way I said things to I didn't go to the gym today because it's not my priority if I started Mm. saying like because it's not my priority it really made me like shift my mindset towards Mm. thinking okay so what is actually important in my life yeah and so intentions for the day and things like that absolutely yes exactly and I think it also helped me um spend less time with people who weren't actually you know the best for me and maybe a little bit um nasty or you know just friendships that I probably didn't didn't need or you know we've both changed so much sort of things so that really helped me kind of find my priorities Mm -hmm. and um Balance, I think, comes down to downtime as well. Like, I really look forward to downtime with with Geordie, and that's, like, quality time. We all have different love languages. Mine is definitely, like, quality time and everything like that. Yeah. Super important. So once you... Once you realize, like, what your priorities are, I think it all falls in... Well, for me, it's all fell into place. Yeah. So far. Touch wood. Yeah. (laughs) But how do you balance two jobs? That must be quite hard sometimes. Well, I come from a background of like working three casual jobs at one time minimum. Yeah. So I think for me, this is actually quite a lot more manageable because I was working three casual jobs. I was constantly having to be like, oh, I can't do this shift because I've said yes to this and trying to manage like what my preferences are. And yeah, so I worked many, many like little casual jobs before I even 
thought about doing modeling full time. So I think now that I'm in control of my own admin and I control my own schedule, Mm. I, yeah, I have found it's been absolutely amazing because I'll, I'll plan my day like the night before I'll plan at 5.30 club to-do lists. I'm very much so Mm. a to-do list sort of gal. I know you are too. Mm -hmm. Love a good daily plan. I think I need to get onto like Google calendars because everyone's saying it's like the best thing since sliced bread. It is good. Okay. Do you use it? I've gone through phases when I've used it. At the moment, I like just writing stuff out because mm-hmm. I just like writing. Yes. I don't know. It's different. I think it yeah. goes into your brain better if it's you write it. It's getting off your phone as well. You know what I mean? Yes. Like, I like writing it down and just, uh, I don't know, there's something about it that and I like. And it's right in front of you. It's like, mm-hmm. you know, you can just flip open pages right there. And it's really satisfying physically ticking, ticking it off. crossing something off. Amen to that. Yeah. I love ticking things. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. I guess it's good so you can set reminders though. That's why Google Calendar is quite good. So you'd be like, oh, I need to go yeah. to this appointment. But I feel like it's a ping on your phone yeah, as well. Exactly. So I'm like, yeah. Something works for everyone. Yeah. Um, so what's next for you? Um, well, I do have something I'm working on. I haven't announced it yet, but I know I will soon because it's coming close to the end of it. Yeah. So I'm very excited to finally have my own thing. I know out it is. In the world. I know you do, girl. You've been <laughs> helping me. She's been a massive support and oh, oh, so good. Just helping me and just being a great moral support. Feedback, so good. Yeah. Um, yeah, She's, it's going to be really good. I've had quite a few guesses of what it is, but I think um, it's more than just one thing that people think it is. Mm. I really hope people like it and mm. yeah, I'm going to stop talking. Otherwise, I'll literally it say the entire name of it accidentally. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, that's the next thing. Um, and is there anything else that's going to be going on in your personal life? Are you going to be moving soon? What's happening? Are you planning on staying in Sydney? Oh, definitely staying in Sydney. Um, hoping to, well, potentially, there's a big question mark on this one. We might move at the, like when our lease is up here, we might move to another place, maybe a little townhouse so we can have a backyard and go to a little puppy. I know. I hope. I really want to get, well, me. Geordie and I really yeah. want to get a little golden retriever. Yeah. Because... Every time on our morning walk, <laughs> Jessie is like on gold re- golden retriever hunt. She's like, oh, there's a golden retriever. <laughs> and I'll stop and pat every single one. Yeah. I just, I have this connection. Maybe it's because I look like one and I shed like one. I've always had golden retrievers growing up. I've had five. Oh my yeah. gosh. They are gorgeous dogs. They're beautiful. And... Mm. I just would love to get another one. Like we've all we've always had rescues, yeah. um, which is ridiculously lucky. I don't know how we've gotten four. We're on our fifth one. Rescues, like it just, it makes no sense. So I don't think yeah. we'll get that lucky again. I think we'll have to actually buy from a breeder. But if we get fortunate enough again to get a rescue golden, oh my gosh, my life would be like that. Oh my I would God. love it. How fun will that be? Can you imagine when we both have dogs and we get I to go to a 5.30 club with our oh doggies? Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. They say you look like your um your dog, so do I look like a pug? <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I'm kidding. I think I look like golden retrievers because my yeah. I've got blonde hair that falls out all the time. Like, <laughs> that makes sense. Oh my God. <laughs> Um, so where can we find you? Plug your socials. Okay. So I'm on podcasts. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, I am Find Your Fire Podcast. Mm-hmm. And it's all about like 
lifestyle, healthy habits. We love good healthy habits over Mm -hmm. here. So yes, I have Find Your Fire podcast. And then I'm on Instagram at Jessie Norbs with a Z on the end, Mm -hmm. not an S. We can thank my 12-year-old self for creating that username. (laughs) Oh, whatever. (laughs) Love it. And then Jessie Norbury on YouTube. Beautiful. I think that's it. Yeah. yeah. That's <laughs> oh, I love this chat. I feel like I really got to know a different side of you because we haven't really? talked too much about your modeling side, I feel like. No. So I hope you guys enjoyed listening. Make sure to go and check Jessie out and Thanks. go listen to our episode on Jessie's podcast yes. as well because that was a funny delusional, delusional <laughs> chat. We like <laughs> recorded that one when it was late at night and we were so like late. so tired, just giggling the whole time. So yeah. yeah, make sure to go check that out. So where can everyone find you, Ella, though? Okay. That's what I want to know. Oh, Where well. can I find you? Okay, well, you guys can find me on my Instagram, which is Ella Victoria. Victoria. <laughs> YouTube is Ella Victoria with one A. And then TikTok is uh, Ella Victoria. Oh, oh, yeah. Three A's. Three A's. And then we also have an Instagram for this podcast, which Called is just Ella the... Victoria. No, 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 no. I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> It's called the Inspired Mind Podcast. So make sure to go over and follow us on there because that's where I ask you guys what's been inspiring you lately. So you can send in what's been inspiring you lately and I'll potentially read it out in a future episode. Also, it would mean the world to me if you could give this episode, well, not this episode. I don't think you can give the episode a five star, but just the podcast. podcast. Five five star star. and leave a review. That would be amazing. Tell Ella how bloody amazing she is. Thank you very much. I'll definitely have to get Jesse on again because I feel like, you know, there's so much we could talk about. <laughs> but I hope you guys enjoyed listening. Thank you so much to Jesse for coming on and being oh, my thanks. first guest. <laughs> and I'll speak to you guys in my next one. Bye. Bye. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much, but when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.